Welcome to the Empowered Spirit Show. This is your host, Terry Ann Hyman. I'll explore the connection to the human spirit in a way that helps to navigate your life, including crisis. I am passionate about helping you to open up to your intuition and the metaphysical world of spirit to find your confidence and your own inner guidance. Take a pause, be inspired, learn ways to show up focused, centered, and more dynamic in your everyday life. Welcome back to the Empowered Spirit Show. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me today. This episode is being brought to you by Forecast, located in Homewood, Alabama. Forecast is a hair salon on a mission to shape a movement in the beauty industry, focusing on education, fashion, and creativity. Forecast strives to train stylists with the latest in education to provide their guests with the latest trends. Follow them on Instagram at Forecast Salon or find them online at ForecastSalon.com. As this podcast goes to air, it's February. The planets are all going direct, including Mercury and Venus. It is a time of expansion, evolution, new thoughts with the collective consciousness, and how to shift from the inside out. And we are heading into the light of a full moon in Leo. The full moon brings you the opportunity to vibrate at a higher level by shedding light on what lowers your vibrations. With the help of the moon, you can see thoughts and feelings and even words you use to block yourself from attracting your dreams. It definitely helps to open up your intuitive abilities. The energy of Leo holds the regal lion for the zodiac. It embodies the energies of courage, leadership, compassion, vulnerability, strength, and love, reminding you to feel into who you really are by opening your heart and sharing your strengths out into the world. Acknowledging your truth does take courage and vulnerability. It's not always easy to honor yourself or become visible. This full moon, though, will shine light and will help you to see yourself clearly. It's also a time to feel the heart's emotions, especially love, as we come into Valentine's Day this next week. Bring on the energy of Venus dancing direct in the cosmos. The heart is the center of our energetic field, and it emits an electromagnetic frequency greater than any other part of us. The heart's energetic field extends far past our bodies and influences others around us through its frequency. I know many people think it's the mind that really controls it, but it is the frequency of your heart that can guide you to do just about anything. I think I say this just about every week. It is time to take a leap in consciousness by opening your heart, by trusting your intuition and all the many messages coming in right now. Try to understand that everything we've been going through will help you to evolve in some way. I know it has been painful and heart reaching. And I've even talked about my dark night of the soul, but As I uncover these truths for me, it is helping me to come back stronger and healthier with my spirit and my heart as the guide. We are in evolution and change is occurring. How you adapt is a big part of this. Getting out of your comfort zone and breaking free of your old fears is very important. 
Finding ways to tend to the struggles of your life with the tools that offer you these kind of rights for your everyday life can add inspiration, amusement, and joy as you start to move forward. Rights being Reiki, intuition, tarot, EFT, and stones and crystals, it can free you from unnecessary stress that is going on in the world. All of these cosmic forces and energy alignments I talk about on my Energy Focus for the week, which you can find live on Sunday nights on Instagram and Facebook. We talk about what's going on, we align our energy, we set intentions for the week, and I pull the tarot cards for guidance. If you can't join me live, get on my email list and you will receive the Energy Focus first thing on Monday mornings. As you move through all of these cosmic transitions, Now is the time to clean up your energy with an energy clearing session. Schedule one in person or online. When we work with the energy body, it helps to release the old patterns and all that old stuff. Links will be in the show notes. But when you start going within and connecting to your soul and your spirit, you will find your answers. If you're a strong, passionate person who's ready to take charge of your life and let go of the stories running around inside of your head, let's talk. Let's talk about my Empowered Spirit private mentoring programs. This work will change your life. Yes, generally, I bring in that warning that it can seriously improve your body, mind, and spirit. And the side effects, yes, you may see yourself or others as they really are. You may experience loss of excess baggage, resulting in major life changes. You may become the person you are really meant to be. My Empowered Spirit programs can help you upgrade your spiritual path. You will learn lots of energy tools, techniques, ways to center your energy to get rid of the energy drains, and ways to raise your vibration with Reiki, and how to remove the limited beliefs that hold you back. Now is a great time to learn something new. In today's episode, I wanted to share some of the questions I've been getting about the Akashic Realm, One of my favorite topics. I am truly passionate about soul alchemy and how you can transmute your energy when you uncover more about your soul's energy. We had a great event in the Advanced Energy Healers Playgroup and some amazing experiences. And several questions came forward that I thought it would be a great way to share with you more about this work. First, let me start with what the Akashic Realm is and isn't. The Akashic Realm is a place in your energy field called the Akashic Records, holding your entire soul's history, past, present, future. It's like a library. I also like to look at it as a parallel dimension. Through these records, you're able to access moments in your soul's journey and retrieve information about your consciousness, your past life, and even your ancestral energy as it holds all of this information. An Akashic reading or consultation helps you to discover this forgotten information. When you choose to incarnate, you create a soul contract, a purpose for your incarnation on earth. As you make this agreement and choose to come into this present lifetime as a human being, all divine timing comes forward. Your soul finds the right exact time to join in on the union of that egg and sperm. It is divine timing, right? It is special. You have been chosen to come in to do this work. So as you come in, there are zones of energy, portals that you pass through and much of your memories from previous lifetimes are erased. Although sometimes some of the memories do remain. Memories that can empower you or many times, as I have seen, 
memories of wounds of your experiences, vague memories, somewhat of a recall, something that you like kind of notice or feel in the body but can't quite understand it. Keep in mind, Akashic consultations are not fortune-telling. You are not able to get answers such as, will I marry the man of my dreams? Or how many people will show up for my class? Or will I win the lottery? Questions like that. Using the Akashic records is one way of uncovering past lives that may carry lower vibrations and stuck energies that are inhibiting a soul's evolution. So let's start with some of the questions that I have received. How do these memories show up? I see them as the reader, as the one offering the consultation, as images that I watch. Clairvoyantly, they are shown to me as a movie. First I get an image, and then I start looking at it, and then I start asking questions, and then I bring them to you to talk about as images, information, ideas, and I kind of ask you, like, do you feel this? Do you recognize this? Do you have a familiarity with it? Lots of times, I see these images coming forward as what I call imprints. These imprints are experiences you have that hold wounds or old contracts that may or may not have been fulfilled. When you uncover them, the parallel kind of comes forward in this present lifetime as repeated obstacles in your present life. So what is an imprint? An imprint is a belief system or a deeply embedded memory or even a spiritual contract you made with your soul in times of distress that has been altered how you see yourself or someone else or the world. Your energy system carries an image or imprint of it. These imprints from lifetime to lifetime are stored in your records in the Akashic field. So an imprint can make you act illogically. And it can make you believe things that aren't true. That's because imprints are based on your current reality. They come from a past moment or a past reality of your perception of a past reality. And as you grow up and as you work with these and they start to bring in influences in your life, how you respond, how you react, things become triggered. You can grow out of them, but if you hang on to them, they keep you acting from an old place. They can hold you back from growth and stepping into the present moment of your life. Another question. So what happens when these energy imprints are uncovered? When energy is uncovered in an Akashic reading, from my experience, you have the potential to make resolution without judgment allowing for changes in your path to create new spiritual contracts with your spirit. The simple act of just acknowledging a past life event through a reading has the potential to alleviate the imprints and karma that you carry. Any time your consciousness expands in this way, you increase your potential for the evolution of your soul's work. And without judgment is the key here. You're able to witness these experiences from a higher dimension and just open the energy. There may be lots of tears, but it is without judgment. Many times just acknowledging these experiences is very comforting. Another question that comes forward is, what kind of questions do people ask? So there are many questions that people ask, but from my experience and kind of how I like to read, the most common questions I get are questions like, what is the root of my biggest challenge? Why can't I seem to move forward? What lessons am I missing? What talents or wisdom can I bring forward that I have forgotten? 
People do often ask me about money. What's blocking my abundance? What do I need to do to allow for money to come in? Or how can I tune into my flow of money? And personally, I've done a lot of work around this. For example, in my own work, I carry the Hebrew name of my grandfather. He lost everything he had in the stock market. And so I kept noticing, like, I can't seem to save money. I can bring it in, but it seems to go out a lot faster. Or so it seemed to me. As I began to address my ancestral energies working in the Akashic Records, I started to work with this. So I, I began to like kind of work with this and look at that energy of unable to, to, you know, play the stock market or even just savings accounts. Like, why couldn't I do this? And I began to clear up my debt by working with the energy of money, how I took it in, how I released it out, how I stored it, so to speak. And I began to rearrange the money cabinets, so to speak. Pretty fascinating. I also get a lot of inquiries about being a healer. Like, why am I called to do this work? Or I want to do this work, but I'm afraid to put myself out there. I love this question, which really does relate back to imprints. Many times this particular question brings in the energy of the witch archetype, something I've definitely tapped into myself, even though I don't necessarily identify with being a witch now, I have been choked in my voice, held back. And these are the kind of imprints that help us look and uncover some of this energy as well. And realizing this has helped me to open up my own voice again. Another way in which this can help you to break the imprint and move forward, that's the healing. Another example of this is from one of my clients who wanted to do this kind of work, but just couldn't seem to put herself out there. So we uncovered that she had had a previous lifetime working with herbs and owned her own apothecary, and in trying to help a dying wife, was unable to do so. She was ridiculed and shamed by her village, this is what we uncovered in the reading, and promised herself to never do this work again. When we uncovered this energy, we discovered that it really wasn't her fault, that the wife was already dying. And as we looked to the healing of this, what we worked with was forgiveness and realizing it wasn't because of her work. Pretty powerful. And now, yes, she has gone on to offering this kind of healing work and even working with herbs again as well. So another question that comes forward is, does any follow-up work need to happen from a reading? I would say yes and no. So just uncovering the information is healing. When we uncover it, we open up the space to heal. So that would kind of be like, okay, that's good. But really the way in which I like to work would be to help create those new contracts, which means creating a contract, finding the tools to help you reinforce this. And I often give my clients 21-day protocols to work with. So I like to work with, in the Akashic Records especially, the Hopoopona, which is a forgiveness technique. I do lots of EFT, emotional freedom technique, tapping scripts for you. And then I also work with like what archetypes come in, what crystals come in, Reiki guidance, all of these kinds of techniques and tools that can help you to then reinforce this new spiritual contract that you've brought forth. Okay, so let's see. Some other questions here I've written down is like, 
Why am I afraid of fire? Or why am I afraid of water or bridges? These are really good questions to ask, especially if you have these phobias. So another question that came forward really from the workshop the other day was about the difference in past life energies and ancestral energies. Like what's the difference or is there a difference and how can this help? So for example, My ancestral DNA energies hold the energies of the Native Americans from Alabama, Tennessee, Mississippi, and Arkansas, which would attribute to the Creek Indians. Through my own grandfather's lineage of marriage and to the Native American energy, this is where this comes from. And I tend to have more wisdom, it seems to be, from the Lakota energies and traditions. Now, I tend to have a natural affinity to these teachers and ceremonies. When looking at this information, I'm able to receive lots more that has crossed over from them, like the moon celebrations, the drumming, the beading work, this kind of energy. Yet, Really, my ancestral energy is a little different. So I don't really need to like get confused about it or worry about it. I just to let both of these energies come forward. I acknowledge where it is in my own energy, how I've brought it forward in the present lifetime. And really important is I honor both. I honor my ancestors for the wisdom they bring me. I honor my ancestors for even like the the survival that they've been through so that I don't have to go through the same thing. And then I honor the past lives of where I've lived for the wisdom that that comes forward. I'll tell you a little story. Just the other day, I was creating a new design of earrings, beaded and crystal design that I've been seeing and I've been wanting to do. And in trying to figure out the pattern, I was having a little trouble working it out. I couldn't quite get it. So I took a pause and took a moment and I tuned in to this soul energy. And I just sat there for a moment asking for help, calling in my energies, calling in the wisdom here. I've always been a natural beater, right? I just always have. And so then in that moment, I started hearing the drumming. I started hearing sounds and I started to allow my hands to just work, to do the beadwork. And sure enough, there it was. No more struggle. I brought it forward. A new technique for me allowed my hands to be guided from the soul wisdom of my past life experiences. How amazing is that? So the next question, can anyone access their own records? Yes, yes, yes. Accessing your records is a very powerful way to be in touch with your soul. Now, sometimes it is hard to understand your own self, so getting a reading from someone else can be quite insightful. I get readings all the time. But having the ability to create a relationship with your past and your ancestors is so valuable, which is why I like to teach my clients how to do this. Next question. Do you need any skills to read your records? I find it helpful to have some knowledge of your own intuitive abilities. This will help you to receive your messages and most importantly, to trust these messages. But it's also a great way to grow your own intuitive abilities. Something I have fought with for many years has been my shaman skills. I haven't really had formal training yet. I worked with a couple of shamans last year asking my own questions, digging deeper into my soul. And yet I have created over this past 10 years of being back here in Birmingham, an amazing medicine wheel 
just from my own innate abilities. I don't know exactly where it came from, but it was rock by rock until I created this amazing medicine wheel. I also love fire circles and I lead these. So on a trip last year, I was guided to go to Costa Rica and in my journeys there and in the medicines and working with the shaman and working with the energy, I uncovered this information. I saw it, I felt it, and I knew I would have to embrace this, which I did as I saw so many parallels in my work. And now I'm not saying I'm a shaman, but I am saying I have this wisdom in my DNA coding, which has helped me to embrace a deeper level and confidence in my own work, bringing this forward, combining the modalities of Reiki and shamanism. Yes, it is pretty powerful for me. And that comes into trust. Trust what I see, trust what I bring in, which I do think for many people is the hardest thing to do. So let's just take a moment. We've covered a lot of material. And ask yourself, what within you needs clarity or uncovering? What can you ask of your soul to transmute the energy from your past, from your ancestral energy, into where you are in this present moment. What is that for you? It all is very fascinating work as we dig into that soul alchemy that we can transmute, heal, move forward, and create new spiritual contracts. I am offering a four-week workshop on how you can learn to access your records. It will help you develop a deeper understanding of your soul. It will help you to grow and gain trust in your intuition, and it can help you to bridge ancestral information. A link for the program will be in the show notes. So now I would like to take a moment for a meditation to take you into the Akashic realm, feel the vibration, and call in the healing guides to bless your soul's work as you bring this information forward for you. So let's begin. Wherever you are, if you can, close your eyes. Taking a nice deep inhale and exhale. As you inhale, allow the energy to move up the spine as you call in your spirit. Exhale, feel that presence of energy coming in for you. Affirming my spirit. Taking another deep inhale, dropping into the awareness of your heart. Feel that connection deep into your heart with the greater spirit, source, creator. Know that you are known. Know that you are loved. Call in this energy for you. We create this sacred space to do this work in. Calling in the masters, the guides, the teachers, the guardians of the Akashic realm. To work with us and through us to open us up to receive these messages and these blessings. We create this sacred space, feeling the energy all around us, setting the crystals in each of the corner for the high vibration of the soul energy work. As we begin to move through 
the dimensions of all time, all space, moving through these tunnels of light, moving through these veils of roses, opening up, calling in the keys to access these records, to bring in the energy of the Akashic realm, honoring the fire, the air, the earth, the water, honoring all of these lives, the trajectories. There are no wrong choices, only allowing for growth to come forward. Moving through the Akashic realm, up into the higher dimensions, we began to bring in the light, calling in the healing guides. Allow yourself to be in this beautiful chamber of energy. Moving through that eighth chakra, opening it up to all these memories, these records, these feelings, the emotions. And just allowing the energy of the healing guides to come forward to honor your soul's journey. No judgment, gratitude for moving through, for showing up, for offering you the many lessons of your soul. We just take a moment and allow these healing energies, these guides to come forward with their blessings of light for your soul. Allowing yourself to open up to this lightness. To receive any messages. To recognize any imprints that could use some more understanding. We offer gratitude for all the many lessons. Feeling these blessings coming in to empower the soul growth for you, the alchemy to transmute this energy all for your highest good. Feel the presence of the guides around you, feeling the release of excess energy as you exhale, feeling that unconditional love in your heart for your soul and your spirit. Notice what you notice. Taking another deep inhale and exhale. Just allowing for anything at all to come forward. Trust what you receive. We honor the guides. We honor the guardians. We honor the records. We honor the soul's journey. Taking another deep inhale and exhale. As we start to bring our awareness back through the dimensions of time, back through the tunnels of light, 
moving through the veil of roses, coming back into this very present moment. Just take another moment and imagine this beautiful crystal ball right above your head, seeing your name in red, and just imagine yourself reaching up and releasing all of this information down around you knowledge that you bring forward your energy separating out from everyone else's your soul your light inhaling and exhaling beginning to ground your energy into the present lifetime knowing where you are bringing your awareness back along with the wisdom that came in for you coming back. Yes, you can learn to access your records and uncover many facets of your soul's work. It takes learning and trusting your intuitive abilities. And we are in a time in humanity that we are all being called to step up to the plate and be a part of raising consciousness, all for the highest good. Don't let old imprints keep you stuck. Open up to your gifts. Be that alchemist for your own soul's journey. Allow for the spiritual contracts to come in, new spiritual contracts that can help you deepen your path for a greater sense of joy and happiness, abundance, prosperity, as you live your purpose. Reach out if you have questions about your soul's work, if you'd like to get a reading, or if you'd like to join us in this upcoming workshop. Your soul is calling. Thanks again for listening. This is your host, Harry Ann Hyman. To your spirit, to your soul. Namaste. Are you local to the Birmingham area? Come join me over at the Yoga Circle on Tuesdays and Fridays, where I will be teaching yoga, energy, and vibration for the mind, body, and especially the spirit. And no matter where you live, come join us in this four-week workshop on learning to read step-by-step your own Akashic Records. 